so let's learn. Okay, so we're up to uh, doing Sefer Mitzvahs over here. We're up to Mitzvah, Mitzvah Samaches. Mitzvah Samaches. If, if, again, there's extra copies if anyone needs the Sefer and some Armakimis. It's on page Nun Dalit in these Maduras, in these editions. Mitzvah Samaches. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, usually, again, the style that we do in the Shir, for those that are new, is that. Uh, Take a mitzvah, we learn about it in halacha, some lamdis, and then we move into the machshav and the primis of it and see how they relate to each other. You know, as, as I was you know, preparing this last night, I was really debating whether even to go into this topic in machshava because it's, um, it could be one of those topics that's confusing and mess with people's heads a little bit. But, you know, I, I trust you guys that uh, you'll be able to handle it, I guess. And if you don't, and if you can't, then just, you know, put your fingers in your ears and just go by it. But let's begin. All right, so Mitzvah Samaches. So the, 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 number, the past uh, five, six mitzvahs, whatever the case may be, was the Rambam was talking about different categories of karbanas. Like had, there was a, one mitzvah was to bring an oiler properly, uh, to bring a chatas properly, shlamim. And so now the Rambam moves into the next section, which is situations where you have to bring those karbanas. As we have the mitzvahs of actually the, the concept of these kabbanas, and now like sort of to apply it and to actually, uh, and to actually do it. So mitzvah samaches, mitzvah samachesi, the 60th mitzvah, is shetzivana, that we were commanded, sheyakrivu bezdin karban, that bezdin should bring a karban, kishetova hoyrush lekalacha, when the Sanhedrin, for example, make a mistake and they paskin incorrectly, which we'll see some of the details soon. So if bezdin paskins incorrectly, there's a mitzvah on them to bring a karban. And this is the Pasuk, it's in Parshish Vikra, then Koladas Yisrael Yishgu, that if all of Kla Yisrael make a mistake, and something is concealed from the eyes of Kla Yisrael, in other words, meaning Kla Yisrael make a mistake, as we'll see soon, they, they, they do an Avera, but they're doing it because the Sanhedrin, the eyes of Kla Yisrael, paskened incorrectly, and because of that, Kla Yisrael followed through with it and made a mistake. So then they have to bring a carbon. And the halachas of this mitzvah, and all the conditions around it, in completion, is Mesechus Harius, is basically Mesechus Harius, the, you know, the first parak or so of Harius is all about this. And in scattered different places in Mesechus Vachem. This is, a, this is a category, this is called Parhelm Darvishal Tzibur, or a carbon that's brought by the Sanhedrin because of a mistake that they made uh, that led Kla Yisrael to, uh, to do an Aveira. So let, let's see some of the, the details of this. In the Marmachimus, so in Marmachim number one, again, the first few Marmachimus is just basically straight Rambam. In Hilchashkagas, um, in Parakut Beis, in Hilchashkagas, the Rambam sort of tells us about, uh, you know, the halachas of this carbon in terms of, you know, what conditions need to be met in order to be obligated in this carbon. And again, all the halachas, like the Rambam said, it's all coming from Seches Harius, mostly, and again, Zvachim in a few places, and they'll move into uh, to the Panemius of this. Okay, let's just see right away. So Rama Menel because again, this is in the beginning of Parakid Beis. So Rama says like this, Kol dover al kavua. So we know the halach is, we mentioned this a couple weeks ago, that if a person, if an individual person does an Avera B'Shaygeg, and the Avera is such that if they did it on purpose, it would be Chayv Karas. So such a car, such an Avera, a person has to bring a Chatas. So it says the Rama like this, if an Avera of that caliber, where as an individual you will bring a chatas, im shagugu bezdin bahira, if bezdin were the ones to make the mistake, and they told Klai Yisrael, as we'll see soon, that this action is mutter, but in fact it was a mistake, not only was it a small mistake, it, it was a real Avera that carries with it kares, v'hoyru lahatira, in bezdin, you know, again, mistakenly paskin that it's mutter, 
the Shogu on by Rasan and Klai Yisrael went with that Psak without realizing and just, you know, and they acted upon it. The Asuhuam and Klai Yisrael did that Avera. The Himsleimchun al Rasan, and they were relying when they did it on the Psak of the Sanhedrin. The Achikach Noidul Bezin and then later on it becomes known to the Bezin that the Taka made a mistake. And so again, so the Bezin, two, there's two parts of, of what went wrong over here. Bezin paskined incorrectly about a, a, a Shiloh that, that carries with it Kares, and Klai Yisrael acted upon it. Those are the two sides of what's going on. So hey, Bezdin Chayovin. So it says the Rambam, Bezdin is obligated to bring a carbon, as we'll see. Lahavi Karban Chatas Al Shikigasan Bayra. Bezdin is obligated to bring a carbon on their side of things, their, their mistake, which was on the Psak, right? They made a mistake in Psak. They have to bring a carbon to, to atone for their mistake of Paskani incorrectly. The also Again, although the Sanhedrin didn't do, they might not have done that there, right? Their side of the, of the equation was just the incorrect Psak. Which usually doesn't bring a carbon. You don't bring a you know a, a person that makes a mistake in, in, in learning. You don't bring a carbon like that. But but again, because we'll see soon the this because it led to Klal Yisrael making the mistake. So Bezdin brings a carbon for themselves. Vishara Paturman are carbon. Everyone else, all of Klal Yisrael that actually acted upon that psak and did the avera, they're part of from a carbon. They don't need to bring any carbon at all. Vaval Pishehem Ha'Oisim, even though they were the ones that actually did the avera, then they should tell the bezin because their mistake. It was really going back to bezin. Was bezin made the incorrect psak and they were just just uh, obeying orders, you know. So therefore, that's the halacha. So bezin makes the psak that's incorrect. Klal Yisrael follows through with it. Bezdin is the one that brings the carbon. Now it's interesting, in the way the Rambam just described it, it, it sounds very, very clear and very strong that it, this is a carbon, it's a be, this is Bezdin's carbon. The rest of the people are putter. They're not chayv at all in, in bringing a carbon because they, they, it, was, uh, it wasn't their fault. It was, uh, they were just uh, listening to what, what the Sanhedrin told them to do, which the truth is they, were, they, they should. They should. I mean, for the average person, the average person should not be questioning Sanhedrin's psaq. So they were just uh, listening to what the Sanhedrin said and finished. So again, from the Rambam, it would seem very strong is that the rest of the uh, Klal Yisrael are completely potter. They didn't do anything wrong in a certain sense, right? The Sanhedrin is really the ones that are guilty for passing incorrectly. And so they're the ones that bring the carbon. Okay, so we'll just bear that in mind as we go on because it doesn't seem so posh. It, it, there, it, we'll see soon that the Rambam himself indicates that this carbon is also a kapar for Klal Yisrael. So we'll have to see how that works. But now let's get some of the details. So the Rambam says in Maramukha number two, So what exactly is this carbon that they're bringing for their mistake, the Sanhedrin? So it says like this, there's two categories of mistakes and there's two types of carbonus in this halacha. Let's say the mistake that Chazal made was within the halachas of Avodizar. So they made a, let's say they paskined that uh, incorrectly, that uh, one that you're allowed to kneel to Avodizar, let's say, for example. So... We'll see soon that anything that's mefurish and chumash, and they make a mistake about something mefurish and chumash, that's not even called an incorrect psaq, that's just stam amaratzis. So if Sanhedrin just says, you're allowed to bow to avadizar, that's just, a, that, that, that's not, that, that doesn't fall into this category, because the Pasuk says mefurish, you're not allowed to bow. So anything that's actually in chumash, that's not, that's not what we're talking about over here. It has to be something that's more subtle than that. So, for example, with avadizar, the Pasuk says, don't bow down. It doesn't say anything about kneeling. Doesn't say anything about other types of services. So if though if, but the halacha is that you're not allowed to do any of these types of things. You're not allowed to kneel to one of the desire either. You're not you're not allowed to um, uh, shoot a spitball at an of if that's how the of is served. But if Chazal make the mistake, if the Sanhedrin make the mistake and say no no no, you're not allowed to bow, but you're allowed to kneel or these types of things. So the mistake that was made was within of and, and again Klal Yisrael follows through with it, 
and uh, they actually do it. So mevi and par la'ayla besar lachatas. And the carbon that the Sanhedrin brings is two parts. They have to bring a ox, a par, as a carbon ayla, and a goat as a carbon chatas. Those are the two carbonas that they have to bring for a mistake of sak that was in Avadizara related shaila. And now, mikol shevet v'shevet. How many of these karbonat do they have to bring? So they have to bring 12 of each. One for each one of the shvatim. Because again, Klayusa was the ones that carried out their psak. Sanhedrin is, 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 is the one bringing the carbon. But the karbonat they have to bring is for each and every shevet. So it, it, it's, it's, we're going to see, that's a little bit complicated. Because <laughs> right, so far, the, the, the way the Ram is talking is that it's, it's the Sanhedrin's carbon. It, it should be their money. But we're going to see soon a little bit complicated. So if it's an Avadizar again, then they have to bring 12 oilis and 12 chatases, right? In Bishar Krisis, if let's say the Psak was, was about some other case of Kares, Chelev, Dam, Arayas, whatever the case may be, Shechayoven al Shegos and Chatas Kavua, again, other cases of Kares, um, so Shigu Vahiru, they made a mistake and they passed it incorrectly, then maybe Kol Shevet Veshevet Par Chatas. Then each, then each Shevet has to then bring just one ox for a chatas. Again, by the way, that language that just said, every shevet has to bring, every shevet. It's a Sanhedrin bringing. Already you see the Ram, in this halacha, the Ram is already telling us that there's some sort of, there's some sort of combo going on over here. The Sanhedrin is bringing the carbon, but Klai are also partners in it. This goes back to yesterday's Yeah, right, Klai is the that's the, right, that's 100%. Nim says lamat. So it comes out from all this, Ramah just sums it up, that if Bezin HaGadol Sanhedrin make a mistake when it comes to an Avadizar question, then Klal Yisrael brings 12 oxen as an oila and 12 goats as a chatos. Again, you see the Lashem, that Klal Yisrael brings. Again, the Ramam in the previous halacha said clearly that it's Sanhedrin bringing. Again, it's a little bit unclear. The Hemnes Rafis, these, these Karbanas, the Oila and the Chatas, they're not eaten at all. The, 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 they're completely burnt. Because we talked about this when we learned the Halacha of a Karban Chatas, is that these Karbanas that are brought by the Sanhedrin, again because of the mistake of Sak, the Halacha is that you, the, the blood is, is sprinkled not just on the outer Mizbech, but it's sprinkled on the, on, in the inside. They would go into the base of Megdash and sprinkle seven times towards the Preiches, right? And then smear four times on the inner mizbeach. And the halach is, any time you have a carbon whose blood is being you know, processed inside the Beis HaMikdash, that carbon is never eaten. That carbon is completely burnt. So that's the halach over here, that these carbonas were completely burnt. And again, if it's other, if it's other cases of karis, not of Zara, that they made a psak, that's incorrect. Then Klayosol brings 12 uh, 12 oxen as a chatas. Again, also the Hain they're also completely burnt because their blood is being processed on the inside. Okay, so again, from, uh, again, just uh, basically there's, a, in the Lashonis of the realm, it's, it's, it's very, very strange. I mean, who's bringing this carbon? Again, is it, uh, is it the Sanhedrin? That's where the Ramam started, that they are the ones obligating the carbon because they made the mistake of Psak. The rest of Klai Yisrael Pata, they were just following orders, right? And so that would seem that it's the Sanhedrin's carbon. They should be the ones paying for it. They should be the ones bringing it. Mitzat Sheni, the Rambam in Marmokka number two, when he describes the actual process of the carbon, he talks about it as if Klayusol is bringing it. So how do we make sense of this? So there's a, there's a Chazinish, you don't have this in front of you, but the Chazinish in, in Mitzat Haryas talks about this. 
And the way the Chazanish presents it is like this, and this is going gonna to flow into the, into the Machshava side of this soon. The Chazanish says it's like this. Really, the ones that are bringing it and the ones that are really obligated in this carbon is the Sanhedrin. Because they're the ones that really started this, this mess. They made the wrong sock, which led to Kali Yisrael making the mistake. So on, on a certain level, they're the ones obligated to bring the carbon. But we do have this concept in Hilchas Kadshem, which is, is that a carbon can be brought for a particular Avera, for a particular Kapara, but once it's being brought for that carbon, it sort of has a primary objective of bringing a Kapara for a primary issue, but then secondarily, it's sort of like tangentially, and on the side, it could take care of other things along the way. So says the Chazinish, the way we have to look at this is that although the Iker Kapara is needed for the Sanhedrin to make, because they made the Psaq, but Klai Yisrael that actually did the Avera, although they're in, the primary Avera is not on them, but there is some level of Kapara that they would appreciate as well. And so the carbon is being brought by the Sanhedrin, but the Kapara that's accomplished through that carbon is not just on the Sanhedrin, it also flows into Klai Yisrael as well. So the, the Klai Yisrael's Avera is not strong enough for them to be obligated to actually bring a carbon. But once a carbon is being brought, then it flows, it, you know, it sort of a, a, it helps them out as well. So because of this, says the Chazanish, you have to look at this carbon in sort of two ways. The actual ones that are bringing it are the Sanhedrin, but the Uftu, the, the accomplishment of the carbon once it's brought, is helpful for Kali Yisrael as well. And so that's the, the different Lashonis of the Rambam. In, in the first Maramakim, for example, when the Rambam is talking about who's obligated to bring the carbon, it's a Sanhedrin. But once they're obligated to bring it and they bring the carbon, the kapara and, uh, how, and, and its effect is on all of Kali Yisrael as well. That's the, way the Ram, that's the way the Chazanish sort of explains it. And because of this, the Chazanish, there's a few halachas that the Chazanish sort of comes up with because of this. The Chazanish says, and this is not clear in the Ram at all, but the Chazanish holds that it's not enough for, let, let's say the following scenario. Bezin makes a mistake, Kali Yisrael follows through. And Bezin realizes that they made a mistake. Do they now, should they, you know, but, but the rest of Kalisol doesn't know. Kalisol doesn't know. So do they, first of all, I guess, should they tell everyone, you know, by the way, what we did yesterday was a bad, you know, was, was not good. Right? Do they have to tell everyone? Assuming that, that, you know, whatever the situation, you know, obviously if it's going to stop people from doing it with their advice, you have to tell. But do, does, let's put it this way, do Yisrael have to know that they made a mistake in order for this carbon to be brought? Or is just, the, the Bezin has to know, the Sanhedrin have to know they made the mistake, but you don't need Yisrael to know. Well, so yeah. it says, yeah? Oh, so it says the Chazanish, this is an Akuda. If this carbon is exclusively on the Sanhedrin, Yisrael are completely potter in this whole thing, they didn't do anything wrong because they were just following what the Sanhedrin said. Okay, then I don't mm-hmm. care if they know they made a mistake, they didn't, it's not, they're irrelevant. The only focus is the Sanhedrin. But says the Chazanish, but that's not true. The Sanhedrin are the ones that are the primary mechuyavim, uh, they're the primary ones that are obligated to bring the carbon, but what this carbon is, is something that should take care of not only them, but also Klai Yisrael. And so although they're the ones that are obligated to actually bring it, but the kapara that this carbon is for, is for them and for Klai Yisrael, and therefore says the Chazanish halach whatever halacha this is, says the Klai Yisrael also need to know that they made the mistake in order for this carbon to be brought. And that, that's also, it's also relevant in terms of, of, of the funding for this carbon. See, it's interesting. Where is this carbon paid for? Like, who pays for it? So, usually there's like sort of two options. You know, you could have individual people just, you know, paying for a carbon. 
Or, this, for example, so one side of the argument can be, okay, who should pay for this carbon? Well, the Sanhedrin. You know, they were, that's, it's their carbon. The Seventy members of the Sanhedrin should get together and get the money together and they'll buy a carbon. Well, if it's Klaustral's carbon, then whenever you have carbonus of the Tzibur, then you usually have a community, you know, you have money from the Chumas Halishka, which is a, a place in the Vesem Migdash, where all the taxes were collected, and that was communal uh, funds. That was national money that you used to buy a Tamid, and all the carbonates that were Klaustral's. So what about this carbon? What's interesting is, is that the Rambam in other places seems to say is that this carbon, the funding of this carbon is neither. It's not just the Sanhedrin pulling together their individual money to get a carbon, and it's not from the national uh, treasury. This is, they, what they would do is collect funds, they, would, they have a, a tax collect funds from all of Klai Yisrael, a specific collection for this carbon. Why would that be separate from Oh, so, that, so that's the question. Why, why not just use money? Either the Sanhedrin should fund it themselves or get the money from the Chumas Alishka, which is the national treasury that you're using for every carbon tumid. Well, the answer is because this carbon is a unique hybrid. It's a carbon that's being brought by individual people, the Sanhedrin, but, and that's the ones that, they're the ones that actually bring it, but the kapara that this carbon is supposed to accomplish is for all of Kalei Yisrael as well. And so because of that, you can't just have this in edge and pay for it, because that would sound like it's just purely their carbon. And you can't use just the national treasury, because that would sound like it's everyone's obligation to bring the carbon. And it's neither. It's the Sanhedrin bring the carbon, and the carbon that's brought by them then works for, for everyone. And so that's why the, the funding for this would be a, a special funding where everyone, where there would be a special collection from Klai Yisrael to pay for this Parham Dalva Shal Tzibur. Why does Klai Yisrael have to know about it to work with the today? Because we're going to see that when the Torah speaks about this, this carbon, one of the conditions of bringing the carbon is, is Noida Hadavar, that the Aver was known. That the one that's doing, the one that's bringing the carbon, the, the, the one that's getting the kapara, has to know that he made the mistake. So that, that's what it says in Pasuk. So the question is, is that only applying to the Sanhedrin, or does that apply to Klai Yisrael? Well, that's the point of the Chazanish. If Klai Yisrael is getting the kapara too, then they are also the ones that are included in that Pasuk, the Dover, that the matter was known. That's the, uh, that's the point of the Chazanish. Okay, so let's get through some of the, now some of the details of this halacha. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll move into the Pneumius. So, Maramaka number three. So, Raman says, how much of Klai Yisrael have to make the mistake? How many members of Klai Yisrael have to make the mistake in order for this carbon to, uh, to be necessary? So, so this says the Raman, Bein she'asu kol Yisrael shaveret Yisrael al pibezin shehayru. So, if all of Klai, first of all, number one, it has to be, we're only talking about Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. I can talk about only in Eretz Yisrael, because that, that's Klai Yisrael. That's Klai Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. So that's, that's stipulation number one. We're talking about within Klai Yisrael. So it says the Rambam. If all of Klai Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael does that there, then, then, not, then, then that certainly obligation, uh, that certainly is Mechai of this carbon. But it says the Rambam, it could be all of Klai Yisrael, Bein Sha'asu Roiv Yisrael, or the majority of Klai Yisrael is also uh, good enough. Afal Pi Shehin Miyot Mini Hashvatim. Now it's interesting. It, even if, if, it's, if it's the majority of Klai Yisrael that does that Vera, even if the majority of Klai Yisrael that did it are a minority in terms of Shvatim, right? So let's say you had, I mean, you have 12 Shvatim, let's say you had five Shvatim do the Savera, but those five Shvatim in terms of numbers are the majority of Klai Yisrael. Well, says the Rambam, then it's Chayv in a carbon. Majority of Klai Yisrael is enough, whether it be in, in numbers 
or as we'll see, whether it be in Shvatim as well. Any level of majority is good enough to obligate this carbon. So, if most of Kalei Yisrael does the Avera, although they're a minority in terms of Shvatim, or or, or most of the Shvatim did the Avera, even though in numbers, they're the minority of Kalei Yisrael. Right? So in either way, either case, then you bring again 12 karbanas for all the shvatim. So even if, again, uh, five shvatim did that vera, or, or one shevet did that vera, and they happen to be the majority of the numbers of Kali Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael, it doesn't matter. Then you, once you have that qualification of roiv, again, whether it's numbers or shvatim, then the karbanas that you're bringing are 12 automatically for each shevet. That's the, that's the halacha. So, par l'kol shevet v'shevet, uba v'adizar, ufar v'adizar, par v'sar l'kol shevet v'shevet. Sha'af elu shalai chatu, says wrong, because even those shvatim, or those members of Kali Yisrael that didn't do the Avera, mevi'in al yideh ha'chaitim, they bring their karban also because of the ones that did the Avera. Again, the Ramam is again throwing that language in there that it's like Kali Yisrael bring the karban too. Afilu asa shevet echad bulvad, even if it's mamash one shevet, v'hu raiva kol, but it happens to be the majority of the numbers of Kali Yisrael. Then all of Kalaisol brings these karbanas. Uh, that, that's the halacha. So, in terms of how much of Kalaisol, it's a majority. With majority of numbers, majority of shvatim. Either way, once you have majority, then all of Kalaisol is bringing the carbon. Final, Maramaka number four in the halacha. So, the Ramah now says other stipulations. The Medivar Memurim, there's certain conditions that have to be met in order for this carbon to be obligated. So, first of all, when is it true that Bezin is obligated to bring the carbon and Klai does not have to bring individual karbanas? So these are the conditions. Number one, it has to be a, a psak of the Sanhedrin. So we talked about this on Shabbos, there's different types of Batidinim, right? You have Bezin of three, of 23, and so on. This halacha only applies when the psak is coming from the Sanhedrin Agadol. That's number one. Not only that, but even if you have a Sanhedrin, but the, the, the Mufla Shebebezin, the Rosh HaYeshiva, happens to be he was absent that day, then the halacha, this mitzvah does not apply, this carbon does not apply. The psak has to be made from, from the Sanhedrin with the head of the Sanhedrin present. V'yukulam ru'yim l'ayra, number three, every member of the Sanhedrin at the time have to be, have to be a, a roi to be members of the Sanhedrin. In other words, there's many conditions, you know, you have to have, there's many conditions to be a dayan, but then there's much more chamradika uh, uh, conditions to be a member of the Sanhedrin. So even if you have people that are on the Sanhedrin like B'dyevid, no, no, no. For this case, every member of the Sanhedrin at that time has to be Kedasa Gedin 100%. The Yoiru Beferish, the Yomer Amutar Matim Lasis, another condition, the Psak has to be very clear and explicit. They have to, they have to make a proclamation to Klai you are allowed to do XYZ. If the Sanhedrin just convenes about the question of what's a kneeling in front of a Zara, and they come out with that theoretically it's mutter, that's not enough. They have to come out with that it's theoretically mutter and make such a proclamation to Klai Yisrael, you are allowed to do this. They have to make Mamash Kalkar like that. The next condition is that Klai Yisrael that's doing that Avera, they have to be doing it only because they were told by the Sanhedrin. Right? In other words, if Klai Yisrael is doing it anyway, listen, we're, we're, we want to kneel to Avada we're going to do it anyway. Happens to be, we have now an excuse because the Sanhedrin told us to do it. That doesn't apply. They have to be people, Klai Yisrael have to be doing this Avera only because the Sanhedrin said it's allowed. Okay? The, now the next thing. The Psak also has to be something that's more of a subtle question. 
they have to be, they can't be, the psaq can't be uprooting an entire concept entirely. Because that's, that, that's not even called a psaq. If they say there is no such thing as Shabbos, that's not even called a psaq, that's not called a mistake, that's bachlal nothing. They have to be uproot, they have to uproot something, keeping the general idea of Tyra, but just uprooting a detail. If the Sanhedrin says, of course there's such a thing as Shabbos, but there's no such thing as Binyan on Shabbos, okay, that's, that's an incorrect psaq, because it doesn't say anywhere in Chumash the Malach of Binyan. So these are the, the subtleties that, that the Chum would have to do. Says the Rambam, and when they find out that they made the mistake, it has to be clear. It has to be clear what exactly the mistake was. Like, for example, if a Sanhedrin just realized they made a mistake, but they don't remember what the Shiloh was about, or something like that, some strange thing like that, that's not good enough. You have to know exactly what the mistake was. Right, so that's the basic halachas of this idea of the par hal davish so if any of these qualifications are not met, then the Sanhedrin is off the hook, and now individual people that made the mistake have to bring their own carbon. That's the idea. That's the idea. Then you go, just go right. If any of these conditions are not met, then you revert to the regular rule, which is you didn't have there, you bring a carbon. Finished. I, you have an excuse. I was told it was okay. Okay, that's whatever. That's that's you know. All these conditions are met. It takes the obligation off of the individual of Yisrael and puts it on the Sanhedrin. That's that's how these conditions uh, conditions work. So, yeah, all you need is rife. It could be rife of numbers or rife of shvatim. Six, seven people, one in each chair. Theoretically. Theoretically. Oh, no, no. Um, no, no, meaning you have... No, uh, no, but you need... Like, each shavit has to be a rife of, of that shavit, then you'll have... Right, 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 right. Okay, so now let's move into some of the panemius up here. If, again, j- just to review a little bit for how the Chazanish looked at this carbon. Again, this is a carbon that the Chazanish said... The carbon the is being brought for the Sanhedrin. They're the ones that are really obligated. It starts with them. But the kapara that is being accomplished with this carbon, it's for everyone as well. The, the, the Sanhedrin need a kapara for their psak. That's, that was incorrect. And Kalaisul needs somewhat of a kapara because of the avera that they actually did. Although what they did is not, not severe enough for them to be obligated to bring the carbon. Once it's being brought, it's on their behalf as well. All right, so this, this sugya... This whole inning of Paramdel Shotzeber opens up uh, a very, very confusing <laughs> concept in Torah, which is whenever you find, let's put it this way, this sounds like a very weird scenario, a very, um, you know, rare scenario, where you're going to have a Sanhedrin Amish making a, a psaq that's incorrect about something that's severe of Achiv Karis, and Klai Yisrael acting upon it, Roiv of Klai Yisrael, so it's not okay. This is like just one of these odd scenarios that the Torah talks about. It's unlikely to ever have happened. In Pneumius, this actually happens all the time. It happens all the time. So, we'll just start. Maramukha number five. There's a Zayar in Parshas Vikra. It's on this, this halach of Parandal Shaltsiba. The Zayar says like this It says in Pasuk, if all of Klaus will make a mistake and they do an Avera, right? And again, it's, it's, it's because the Sanhedrin, it was Nelam Be'en Hakal. It was concealed from the eyes of Klai. So Sanhedrin made a mistake. Says the Zayar, the Kivan Dereshe Amma Ozlan There is such a phenomenon that Klai Yisrael will be, will be struggling with a certain Aver, with a certain issue, and Avadis Hashem. And it's not, it's not ultimately their fault. It's not ultimately, the, the root of the issue is not by them. If the, the heads of Klai Yisrael, the tzaddikim of Klai Yisrael, have some sort of flaw and blemish within themselves, 
although on their level it's a very subtle nakuda, if the tzaddikim of the generation have some blemish and some flaw, then kol ama ismashchu abasrayu. Then you're going to see that small hair's breadth issue by the tzaddikim. It's going to trickle down to the rest of Kalei Yisrael to become this real serious, serious uh, avera, serious issue. Kol adam. Right. So that's the nakuda. So what the Zara is, the Zara is telling us is that this, this is a model. This halacha parnas shatzibur is is it's not just this specific scenario. Whenever you have an issue within Klal Yisrael, very often the root of it is coming from the tzaddikim who are struggling in their own lives with this issue, albeit on a much more subtle and edel nakuda. And because there's a flaw by the tzaddikim. You know, such a thing. So when it manifests itself all the way down to the rest of Klai Yisrael, it becomes a serious, serious, serious issue. That's what the Zara says. Vim koladas Yisrael yishgu. If all of Klai Yisrael is making a mistake and doing something wrong, but my havi, where is it really coming from? Begin vanilla me'enehedet. Because there's some concealment, there's some issue with the eyes of Klai Yisrael. So this is the Chiddush, the Zara Kaddish is telling us that whenever there's an issue of Klai Yisrael, very often, the root of it is actually by the tzaddikim. Now, we do find in the Sermach the opposite. That sometimes there's going to be an issue within Klai Yisrael, and it starts with Klai Yisrael, and it trickles its way back up to the Tzaddikim. So, what's an example of that? So, Maravokah number 6, this is from Anayim Elimelech, in Parashas Vayechi. It's a fantastic mashal. He says, Mashal l'shivcha sh'ivda kitan shalcheres. Let's say a mashal of a, of a, of a shivcha that's walking uh, by a well, and she accidentally drops her uh, earthenware uh, bucket down the well. In, in, in the well. And so she's now Tzabrachin, because now she's just lost her bucket, and she can't afford people to start excavating and digging it out. So it finished. It's gone. So meanwhile, a few minutes later, the princess also walks by this bear, this well. And she drops in accidentally her bucket that's made of gold. So now, says the now the shivcha that lost her bucket is now very happy. Why? Because she knows, well, I couldn't afford to dig out my, well, my, my thing from the well, but the princess certainly will. And so once she digs out her, her bucket, you know, once it's open, I'll get mine. That's the same thing over here. Very often there's an issue where Klai Yisrael is stuck in a low place, stuck in an issue, there's an Aver, there's an Isai, and there's some Yitzar that Klai Yisrael is struggling with, and they are not strong enough to get themselves out. So what does Rabbi Nishim do? What the Rabbi Nishim does is that he takes that issue that Klai Yisrael is struggling with and in a more subtle way puts it in the life of the Tzaddik. That the Tzaddik himself should fall in that Indian into a, into a low place. But if the Tzaddik is strong enough, and certainly he is, and he'll get himself out of his particular mess, so because he's the tzaddik and the head of the generation, so when he picks himself up, all of Klai will be picked up as well. And that's the mashal, right? So the, the, the shivchas Klai Yisrael, she lost her bucket. She doesn't have the strength. So Rabbanu Shalom makes it that the princess loses her bucket as well. And when the princess finds her bucket, the shivcha will find her bucket as well. So this is such an Indian of where you have the opposite, where you have something in Klai Yisrael that, that they are struggling with, and the Rabbanu Shalom will send that chait, or on a very subtle level, back to the tzaddikim, for the tzaddikim to, to work on it themselves, and by them working on it, it'll pick everyone else up. This is the Psham the Gemara. The Gemara says, Rabbi Akiva, that Rabbi Akiva, when he was davening with a minion, 
he would daven quickly. He would daven a short shemesh, so he didn't want to be matriach, everyone. But the Gemara says, but when he was davening by himself, you would leave him in one corner of the room, you would find him on the other corner of the room. He was mamish, like jumping, and the, his davening was much more intense. And that's the Pshat of the Gemara, because Rabbi Kiva just didn't want to be matriach, everyone. But says in Amimelech, deeper. He says, when Rabbi Kiva was mispal b'tzibur, when Rabbi Kiva was functioning as the head of Klal Yisrael, then what? Mekatser v'oyla. Mekatsavayla means the Rabbanishnah would make him small in order to give him the opportunity to raise himself up. And when he raises himself up, he brings Klai Yisrael along with him. When he was davening with Klai Yisrael, when he was needed to be involved in raising Klai Yisrael up, he would lower himself, the Rabbanishnah would do it to him. He would be lowered to a, to a low place, again, on, on his madrega, and he would feel within himself that he's, he's sort of, uh, you know, something just happened, he had a Yuridah, but he would pick himself up, he's Rabbi Kiva, he's Mechazik himself, and we pick the whole world up with him. But says the Gemara, but when he was davening by himself, and it's just like Rabbi Kiva by Rabbi Kiva, he's not, he's not given that task right now of picking up the whole world, when he's mamish by Rabbi Kiva, when he is Rabbi Kiva, then Adam Menichah is Zavazu, then you leave him in one corner. Ratzelaimer, Shailam Ha'isvurin Shubayim Pasa means that you saw Rabbi Kiva, you think he's here. Bechlal wasn't here; he's was in a higher place. Matzav is Zavazacheres. Really, he was found in a different corner. Shailam Ba'ilam Esalyanim, mamish in a higher place. But that's that. So, the, so these are the two concepts that we have. Sometimes the problem starts with the tzaddikim and trickles down to Klal Yisrael, and sometimes it starts from Klal Yisrael. And the Rabbanu Shalom trickle, trickles it back up, I guess, whatever, in order for the tzaddikim to, be, to work on it themselves to help call Yisrael out. How do you know which one's what? How do you know? So, Maramaka number seven, this is from the Kamarna. Kamarna Rebbe in, uh, in Sefer Oitzer Chaim on this mitzvah of Parham Lov Shotzibri, he says the, fo- the following thing. And again, don't, don't try to you know, make calculations, but this is what he says. He says like this, If the chait that Klai Yisrael is struggling with, if you remember, in the halachas of Param Dava there were sort of two categories. There was a psak that was incorrect in the category of Avadizara, and then there was a psak that was incorrect in terms of other Avayers. Mostly like, Chiyav uh, Kares, that's not Avadizara, is usually eating or Arias. You know, it's chel of dam or arayas. Those are usually categories. You see that that Indian, which is taiva, basically eating or arayas, or vaydizar. Well, said the kamarna is like this. Those are two different types of averas. Said the kamarna, if klal yisrael is struggling with an avera with an issue, that's mipaz gaiva ibechinas of vaydizara shehu atzma gaiva. If klal yisrael is struggling with an issue that's an avadizara oriented idea, gaiva covid stealing, something that's about ego, an ego-driven Indian, well, it says, says the Kamarna, then the way that works is that the issue is going from the top down. Then that's a, that, that's a simon that really it's a subtlety that's starting with the tzaddikim and it's working its way down to become more of a gross issue with the hamaynam. And the reason he goes, I mean, I, I didn't even want to, he goes on to say because that's, Tzaddikim don't usually have an issue with taivas. That's not their nisayin. The nisayin by the tzaddikim is usually more of a gaiva issue because they're, they're put on a pedestal. Everyone stands up for them. Everyone's mechabed them. And that's, that creates a nisayin. It creates a nisayin for them. 
It creates an assign for sure. Like the Gemara says, with, I mean, there's a whole sogi by itself, but Yosef, who is called Yosef HaTzadik, right? He's the first, one of the first people, by Kalah Yisrael at least, that has that title of Yosef HaTzadik. The Gemara says that in, in that Yosef HaTzadik, that in his portion, and the Shvatim that are related to him, Shevet Don, anyone from the house of Rachel, there was an issue of, of Avadizara there within Kalah Yisrael. Avadizara was an issue over there. Because again, it comes hand in hand. A tzaddik who's in control of himself in terms of taiva, that sense of control can also lead to an inflated ego, again, on a subtle level. So when Kalah Yisrael is struggling with a gaiva dike, Avadizara dike issue, then tzaddik Kamarna usually it starts from the top. Avalim ha'chet hu minyane taiva, but if Kalah Yisrael is struggling with something that's more taiva related, that's, that's starting from a low place. That's starting from Klai Yisrael, the Garmin Kilkel Hadas, which then might, the Rabbani Shalom might send that Nisan to the Tzaddikim for them to work on it. And if they work on it, then Klai Yisrael will be picked up as well, like the Nami Melch said with that Moshe. So, like I said, this is purely just in theory. That, you know, it's not just not a matter of starting to calculate, okay, you know, which Chas We have to have Amunat Tzaddikim, we have to have Amunat Chachamim. The Rabbani Shalom sends tzaddikim to every generation and their kedoshim and tohirim and this is just purely just an interesting thing to think about and the ikkar is to take the chrais on ourselves to, whenever you see another yid like the, the Baal Shanta used to say that what's a wise person if you learn from everyone what does it mean to learn from everyone it means that if you see another Jew doing anything wrong it, that's just reflecting on you if the Rabbanu Shalom sent you this the, the, if the Rabbanu Shalom put you in a position where you see someone be mechal Shabbos lo aleinu, the response is, oh, that guy is a nice farf. No, the reason, the Sadh Shem, if the Rabbani Shalom put you in that place, in that moment that you see Chil Shabbos, the Rabbani Shalom is telling you there's something to work on your Shabbos. If you see another Yid that's struggling with a taiva, it's not, oh, that guy's a behemoth. No, that's the way, the Rabbani Shalom is telling you there's something in your life you have to work on in that inning as well. So that's, that, that's the main point over here, is that a person, we have to take that Christ on ourselves. And like Rabbi Kiva, if we're ourselves, we pick ourselves up, we could pick up the whole world as well. All right. Shkai, everybody. Have a great day.